Hello, hello, hello. What's up, darlings? Welcome back to Him. And we have actually been away for a little bit, but you know, we had to take that time so we can gather ourselves, get ourselves together so we can come back to you. How are we doing out here today, y'all? I'm doing well. That preachy ass intro, but whatever. <laughs> We're going to keep it the way it is. I'm doing well. I went home for the break, for my little break, for a little weekend, but then I had some horrible troubles. And then I came back. But, you know, I am doing well. I feel ready to uh, finish the semester. Like, I am in the zone. I mean, what about y'all? Um, well, I've been gone for two weeks. Um, I went to Vegas. Uh, and I had the time of my life. I needed that vacation so fucking much. Like, so much. Um, I went to spend some time with my best friend who lives there. Um and I also celebrated a borough's birthday. Um, we stayed in a mini mansion. If any of you guys follow me, you've seen that mini mansion. It was fabulous. Um, I did some things that I normally wouldn't do when I'm home. Hey. A little edibles. A little hey. Hey. A little eats and treats. Yeah, I ventured out. Things that I normally would not do when I'm in New York. So, you know, that's honestly what you're supposed to do on vacation. Anyway, do things that you don't do at home. So I had a good time, yeah. Um, I have really been a little, um, I've been happy to be away from the mic, but also like, I'm glad to be back, you know? Um, I just pretty much just ran the streets during the off, <laughs> the off time. And, um, but I'm glad to be back in the studio, back recording with my nigga. Yeah. So, yeah. No. <laughs> you know, I ain't been up too much. I, uh, you know. Y'all know all I do is work, but I've been gearing up to uh, register for classes. Um, first few weeks of November is when I'll be able to do that. So I'll be going in to make that happen, and I start classes in January. So that's pretty much fueling my life and my excitement right now. Him and uh, the impending school. So that's pretty much it for me. Oh, my God. He going to be me and all of these little college boys. That's what he's waiting on. Yeah. I want to be out there, y'all. Y'all can hear about it on Twitter. I'm going to tweet through it. It's yeah. Good. good old college So, Aaron, So, Aaronettes, I'm giving you a PSA. You better hurry up and apply for school because he's looking for a college man. Get on my face. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, 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 yes. I am so excited to be back. And I decided, like, I was thinking... Let's talk about friendships within the gay community. And let me talk. I'm the young one. I'm the baby. I'm 21. And I don't know much. I mean, you can't pull the wool over my eyes, but I don't know as much as I can. And so I want to learn from y'all, the elders. Ooh, wow. AKA like the old that. hags. Well, I don't like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I just want to know. Teach me. I don't have many gay friends. So for me, this is my learning experience, being here with y'all almost every week. So y'all tell me about the the different segments, the different fractions of friends in the gay community. Because I know some friends are friends with benefits. Mm -hmm. And some friends are like frenemies. You, You... there Explain is. to me. Yeah, I, levels to this shit. it's it's very much so levels. But I mean, the first question that we have to pose is very much of where are we meeting the set friend? Like, mm. is it in person? Mm. We talked about the apps. Like, 
that's going to send the tone of, or that's going to set the tone of the, the relationship, kind of. Yeah, but like for me, I don't have many gay friends except for y'all three. So for me, my best friend is a woman, AK. Shout out to my girl, Kiara, up in Philly. But no, I don't have many gay friends. So I don't really see the the friends with benefits part because I don't want to sleep with none of y'all. No shade. And <laughs> like, hey, we don't want to sleep with you neither. So <laughs> it's like, we're, like, how do you find, how do you start something off like, oh, I want to be your friend, but your underhand, it's like an underhand compliment. Like, I want to be your friend, but I also want you to rearrange my guts. Like, is that what you want? Like, I don't, I don't get how that's a friendship that you want. You know, I've, I've had, you know, one or two or three friendships before where I've been like, yo, like, I'm really, really like happy and like, I feel privileged to know you and lucky to be like in your friend circle. But, you know, if the opportunity ever arose, you would lick them toes. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, <laughs> It's not something that I allow to take over the friendship, and it's not something that I allow to rule it. There's never, there's never like an undertone of I want to fuck every time we have a conversation. It's just I admire them physically and maybe emotionally, and then as you get to know them mentally as well. So then sometimes the attraction builds. But I think that just being, I don't know, it's it's weird. I mean, I don't want to compare it to heterosexual friendships because I, you know, I'm not a heterosexual, so I don't know what that's like. But you know, being friends. You know, keeping it on a platonic level with, you know, the same sex or the sex that you are physically, emotionally and mentally drawn to. Sometimes it can be difficult, you know, especially as you get to know the person, when you get to love the person, you know, uh, sometimes the signals can get a little get a little crossed. Um, but that doesn't happen in every case. It does happen in some cases. Um, to go back to what Malik said about where we're meeting them. I mean, I met one of my best friends on Adam for Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, I met Demi on Adam for Adam. We met up like we were gonna, you know, mm-hmm. key, and we met and immediately knew that that wasn't what it was, right. and we ended up hanging out. Like he brought over Applebee's, and we started laughing when we saw it. I was like, "You brought that?" I was like, "He was like, yeah, you know, I brought a little entree." We started cracking up, and then we <laughs> were like best friends after that, That's you know. And so right, and so it, it's crazy. Like you know, y- you never know. Uh, when or where or how these things will happen you just have to you know go with the flow i guess no shade but let me let me question what would y'all gonna do with some applebee's like if y'all was about to get it popping was applebee's you said entrees bitch not a full meal you can you can do so you can make a move i mean we can go to applebee's afterwards like (laughs) let's get it clearly you're young yeah the young bug and that's all I'm gonna say about that, because yeah. the old ones they know what's up. Know yeah. what's up you know what I'm saying? I need a meal before yeah. and yeah. right. You know what I'm saying? No, we 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 going in, and then I may cook you on meal afterwards. <laughs> the meal, the dessert, and then meal. we can go again for like a second round, and then we gonna do another food. Sure but you like. Know? You're not going to eat it early? Mm, that's like early bird special. Boop boop boop. Um, I think you. Hmm. Yeah, get it I, correct. No, 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 no. I was like, I, uh, I've met. It's, it's as an adult, it's, it's, it's more difficult to meet friends just in general. It's, mm, yeah. you know, you when you're like in high school, you know, you you tie, you tend to be grouped together with people, yeah. or you see the same people every day, and so you know whatever. But if you're an adult, you're making your own schedule. You know, you're living your own life, and it's weird. But sometimes you don't meet people except for like in clubs or bars, mm-hmm. especially in the gay scene. You know what I'm saying? You're not necessarily going to meet. 
you know, the next person that's going to shape your life, like in a platonic way, you know, walking down the street, not necessarily. Um, most of the time you meet people through other friends that you have already. Mm -hmm. They brought their friends to the bar and you met them, um, or a house party, you know, having you connected on some level and you end up changing numbers. So, um, I think that where you meet the person is very, very important, but I think that it should not determine how you feel about them yeah. from jump. Like the platform, the platform should navigate like the friendship itself. Um, like I have a really, really good friend and I talk to, I talk about this friend with Trey all the time. And, um, we actually met a year ago through Jack and it was very plutonic and, the reason being is because like he was just like I'm totally not into skinny guys and I was just like oh you know okay that's totally fine and um we hung out and everything has been cool and then all of a sudden we go to brunch one Sunday and <laughs> bitch you know what brunch gives bitch and literally we both have been in shambles ever since and I'm not sure like I think the sexual attraction has always been there um, and then obviously, like, I I know him very well now, and he knows me very well, but it's just like, sometimes it's really hard to be a gay man just because, like, sex just literally runs through our veins, and <laughs> it's just like, no shade, I be wanting to fuck, <laughs> you know? Um, so the title of Malik's next debut uh, novel is "I Just Want to Fuck." Yeah, capital letters. Okay, a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, like, um, I just I think that it, friendships can be hard to navigate in the gay community because, like we said, we are sexually driven beings. Um, so I guess. What I'm trying to say is like you both have to have self control mm -hmm. um, when trying to be friends, just because it's always gonna be. It seems like it's always gonna be unbalanced, or it's never going to be um, a relationship that will be worth anything. Because on one hand, you probably have someone who just like totally wants to fuck, but then you have, on the other hand, you have someone who actually wants to gain something from this uh, transaction or situation or relationship or whatever you want to call it. All right, I have a story. Um, <laughs> there Ooh, is story time. Yeah, um, there was like a friend that I'm still cool with, and I actually made him my MCM on uh, Instagram. And when we first met, or when well, our first connection was like through music, which I am like in love with, but it was through music. We had a few conversations. He invited me to his house. We drank wine. In my mind, I'm saying to myself, I am like in love with this dude, but. It seemed like a girlfriend type of thing, right? So I'm just like, mm, I don't know if I can really fall for him the way I've been falling for him because he seems like a girlfriend. Long story short, I ended up having sex with him. And I don't feel bad about it. Um, I did make him my MCM, so there was something there. And he also felt the same exact way. But in my mind, I'm still thinking of the girlfriend thing. Like, damn, this is my girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? And I just said to myself, damn, I shouldn't have did that. But I still am in contact with him. We're still cool. And I'd probably have sex with him again. Mm. But the thing is, the, crazy part. the thing is, you, but didn't you go into it knowing that you weren't, like you was attracted. You went into it. You was knew that yes. you were attracted. I was attracted. So yeah. 
there's always gonna be that possibility. Yeah. Like you didn't go in there saying, "Oh, this is just my friend." Like I really don't really think he's so that I cute. It, it was it was a couple glasses of wine too. No, you know? I'm yeah. not gonna yeah. la- I'm not gonna yeah, allow you to blame it on ooh, the wine. Why not? Cause ooh, bitch, drinking wine doesn't do that too much. That's a lie. You was attractive beforehand. The That's wine just accelerated no, your attraction. It, no, it was attractive, and then I met him for the first time, and he was one of the girls. And you wanted to mm-hmm. jump and then, them bones. No, no, no. The wine. I'm putting it on the wine. Okay, what you saying? I'm putting it on the wine. <laughs> and then it became a sexual attraction. Like, okay, well, we in this bed. We laying down. And then it is what Oh, it is. so it was, it was the bed and the wine's fall. Uh, and the music. The, oh. the, the original connection. The music. And not the, the bodies wine. that were touching. No. It's cool. There was I space. get it. It was space. There was space at first. There's so many different variables when it comes to this kind of stuff. Like, I, I, I've also been friends with people that I knew that, you know, were interested in me beyond friendship. And they were taking the friendship because that was all I was offering. But, you know, there was always mm-hmm. like that, you know, hey, if this ever, like, ever was going to happen, like, I'm 100% down. And, you know, it's sometimes sometimes it's a little uncomfortable. Oh, Aaron, you're so cute. It's like, bitch, <laughs> let me know, bitch, whenever, you know. Right, you know, <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> So like you be hanging out with him, you know, whatever, or you get drunk, uh-huh. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so you just hang, you're drunk, you just you know whatever. But then you see, it's like you know that they're like mm-hmm. readying themselves, like hey, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen now, you know whatever. And so it creates a kind of an uncomfortable environment. So there's just so many different like things that go into it. Um, you know, it, it, if the attraction is mutual, if uh, one of you is feeling it, the other one's not, uh, the environment. Uh, all sorts of things can can go into it. Um, so it's it's crazy. And I think that um, with my situation, that's kind of like where it is now because it's just like, okay, now that we know, well, now that I know like you like me or whatever, I'm like also dating someone else. So mm. it's just like, when we hang out, I don't want it to be like you have to respect the new connection that I'm building with someone else. Mm-hmm. And then you also have to understand that like, again, I'm only looking at this through the lens as, as a friend. Mm-hmm. And... I don't want you to like be uncomfortable. Like I don't want to make you uncomfortable or I don't want you to make me uncomfortable with the feelings that I don't have for you. Mm. So, yeah. But my thing is, do you not have feelings or do you do? Cause you, you just slept with each other to, to just, well, no baby, like sex is, I, I mean, feel. sex isn't, doesn't not, always have to carry some huge emotional upheaval. No, or relationship. Yeah, no, right. Love. You know what I'm saying? But for me, it, it does. I'm not going to oh, let baby. you... baby. Okay. She's little, she's young. Remember this girl. We're not judging. No judgment. They <laughs> always judge me. It's okay. But it's okay, because guess what? I like myself. Ooh, not to say that sex isn't girl. emotional, but like, you know, it doesn't always have that... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that like... Oh yeah, we're going to the, like it's, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be us. No. Like you know what I'm saying? That's not I'm not saying that it's once you have sex, like you guys gotta live together and be married and be a prince and prince mm-hmm. and live happily ever <laughs> after. Prince, That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there's always gonna be a connection, no matter what, because you slept with each other. Mm-hmm. So like, why are you? Why are we playing the game and skirting around? You gonna have feelings. You're gonna always be there and be like. I do remember that time we did sleep together. I want to sleep like, again. You're gonna remember that time, and if you're 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 somewhat lying, if you are gonna say, "Oh, I I'm not going every time I see this person, I'm not going to think about oh, oh we slept see, together." My 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 mind doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. I'm a very much of, and this is why I'm a writer. Like I can literally bury bury something like under so much just whatever. Like okay, I'm like girl, that's what it was. It was mm-hmm. cute. It was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, you know, bitch, it's not going to happen unless I, like, open that door up or if I, like, want to reopen that door. What if it was real good, though? Mm. Mm. 
every door has been reopened. Okay. <laughs> Bitch, I opened the door. Fuck you it. can unlock it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bitch, I keep the doggy door open. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Wowzers. So, yeah. Trey, I hope you're learning a lot. I am. Mm-hmm. That I am friends with three hoes. <laughs> and that's that. what I'm learning. And I guess I'm it's, a hoe too because it's the company I keep. The, yeah. These birds <laughs> of a feather. Flock well, I also want to talk about uh, those friendships, those um, those instant connections that you have that are platonic in nature where you, let me see if I can explain this correctly. Uh, I, I said in the previous episode that my friends are my safe space and, you know, being able to fully relax around them and be completely myself. And I'm not going to take it to an inherently negative space, but it's sometimes you feel so judged or you feel like you're in competition with people, mm. especially in the gay scene. And it's like to have people around you where you feel like you can be 100% yourself. You don't have to put on any sort of act. You don't have to you know, wear certain clothes or do certain things. You can just be 100% you and they love you exactly for you. That is a fantastic feeling. It's so warm. And you know, when you find people like that, you got to hold on to them. Yeah. Um, and... I have people like that, and I'm so grateful for them. Um, you know, and there are some of them where I've had something with them, and then it developed into, you know, something else, or you know, whatever. Then there are others who was just platonic from the beginning. But you know, those friends are super, super, super important. Um, so you gotta sometimes you gotta look for those people. You, you know, mm-hmm. just have to wait for them to come to you. You gotta you gotta step out of your box and go and find them because they're so like they're amazing and they they shape you for, for the better. Yeah. And and also like I want to just piggyback off of what you said. It's important to like you're gonna have to go through a lot of friendships to. Well, I don't want to say that because it sounds like I'm friendship hopping, but like you know what I'm saying. You're gonna have to go through some things in order to find those people. Um, and every time like when I look on Twitter or Instagram, the all the girls always talking about some the girls didn't pay them back and mm. just a plethora of foolishness bullshit. you know mm-hmm. and bullshit and it's just very much of okay well girl sometimes bad shit happen to good people you got to pick yourself up mm. wipe yourself off and like find those people or surround yourself around those people that are good for you and that's when you speak about those people or those friends that like really hold you down that's what i think and and it took me a while to find those people that are in my life. You know, it wasn't easy. I mean, I'm just starting out. So for me, like, y'all are my peoples. Like, even though I met y'all, like, okay. I don't want to say five minutes ago. <laughs> right. But y'all are, I'm much more comfortable with you guys than anybody else. Okay. And this is, like, probably for the first time that I've been with men that are gay and I'm like comfortable. I don't really hang. I've never hanged with gay men, especially in high school. Mm-hmm. There was like three of us black gay men and let me tell you, something else? it was three different sections of the globe. And <laughs> we surely didn't, we didn't all, we didn't get along. Mm-hmm. We were just we let you have your space. Mm-hmm. I have mine. You come and shave me. I may come for you. Uh-huh. And we it, it kept the it kept the peace for a good while, but I was never comfortable around them to to even talk about anything that we were all going we were we were all going through the same damn yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. But I had a couple of friends, and I'm like my circle is always small. 
So for me, I'm not opening up to just anybody mm-hmm. or any group. So for me, this is a great space just because we are friends. Mm-hmm. There is nothing. There's no chemistry. There's no. There's nothing like else behind it. Right. And that's what I like. A couple things. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Look, dumb, dumb. I can't start this bullshit oh, today. A couple, a couple comments. I can never Here get a comment. No, 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 no. So, I mean, so with what you said about there, you know, you and those other gay folk that you knew being like if you're different sections of the globe, it's it goes both ways. You can one the point to make is just because you're gay doesn't mean that you're automatically going to find some sort of common ground. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, to be gay is to be a part of a community. Right. Um, we are a marginalized group. And, you know, when so it's it's difficult to not think of somebody that you find out or that you discover is gay as, you know, automatically somebody that you can identify with. Um, sometimes you get that and sometimes you don't. Um, your circle is small comment. I have something to say about that. I've tweeted about this before. Um, I think me, just me, just me, me. I think that the whole, you know, no new friends, my circle, I keep my circle small. I think that is ridiculous. Um, my circle is large. I have a lot of friends and I don't throw around that. I, I don't throw that, that word out lightly. I mean it when I say it. Um, I love my people and I have a lot of you. Um, and I think if you all are like as a, as a family, um, and I think that it's, it can be, it's, it's short-sighted to confine yourself. Okay, I know that you found like maybe two or three people that you really, 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 really rock with. And I love that. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, to shut yourself off from further connection with other people just because you want to keep your circle small so you can boast that, oh, you're talking teams, you know, saying this is my team and nobody else. I think that's foolish. And I think that's, you know, I think you're, you're, you're limiting yourself because there's so many people in the world. And to you know, oh, it's only me and these two other people forever. Like, there's way too many people in the world. If you go anywhere, like anywhere outside of where you live at, you know what I'm saying? You're going to be like living in New York City. Come on, man. Like, it's so many people here, dog. And it's, you really can't, like, you're cutting yourself off from growth. You know what I'm saying? From knowing some how somebody else looks at their world can change how you look at yours. Like, that's, you, you got to look at that a little differently. At least I think so. Now, let me say this. <laughs> I never said that I keep my circle small you for a that. reason. Y'all, he said that, didn't he? I just said that I haven't found uh, the amount of people that I would like, that I could be comfortable with, yeah. that I can share everything with, and just share. Like, I'm not going to say that I don't have a whole a plethora of friends, but I have a small group of people where I can confide and give the realness to. The other, you like Aaron out here talking, he making sure that his Twitter friends and his friends don't tweet him and, and whatnot and get up in his ass. Don't do that. So for me. Don't do that. My friends me, know exactly who they are. For me, yes, I love my friends. I have a great group of friends. But yes, I can always add. I'm not just closing you off. The, the, the turnstile is closed. No. Yeah. I'm just saying right now I've only come ag- across a group of people. And right now, it's small. Mm-hmm. That's um, my circle. One thing that I'm learning, though, like, I'm an, I'm an extrovert. And one thing that I'm learning about introverts is they need a small circle to be vulnerable. And I feel like that, I'm not calling you an introvert, but... I am, under- I don't mind it. In understanding, like, what you just said, like, I more so took it as in, you know, you need a smaller space in order to, like feel comfortable and to open up mm. so that's what i took like that's valid that. that's valid so i will take your apology aaron 
My apologies, babe. <laughs> and oh. and that's also how I'm Thanks. learning Trey is that I know that he doesn't. I know that he's not going to like carry in front of like a big crowd. Mm. So like, girl, if you want her to like really cut up, get her around three choice girls for being us. Yes. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And like, <laughs> where he's gonna open up and blossom. So yeah. And then you get the. I'm not gonna say the me in front of other people is a facade. It's no. just me watered down because. Let me be clear here. When you're in a large group of people, you can't always think that somebody has the best intentions. Mm. And as you see with, um, is it Malia, Obama? Who, her friends be posting her on the gram too mm. much. And uh, look, I can't, I can't condone all that <laughs> foolishness. So for me, oh. I got to make sure that the people around me, when I do cut up, because it does happen a lot. Okay. I'm protected and I'm comfortable. Mm. And I can make sure that these bitches ain't out here posting me on the gram like I know they want to. I took a picture earlier. <laughs> I'm putting it up. Got that ass. Got you. So I have like two examples of two different like groups of gays that I encounter. And mm. I don't want to group the girls up, but I just have to. Shade alert. Okay. Um, it is definitely shade. So like... um. There is a gay guy in my Spanish class. And so I was actually tipping home to my booze house after mm. school and went to my booze house. Then I was going back out to go to the corner store and I saw the guy from class walking into my booze building. So uh, like when he got into the building, I was like, hey, and he just paid me. Like he walked past me. But it's so funny because he literally stays stares in my face the entire class time. Like. Literally. And I don't think it's like he's attracted to me. He's attracted. He's not attracted by me, but I think he's like, I think as all as gay men, we're all interested in each other's lives. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we need to stop fooling. Like, bitch, stop lying that you're not interested in the person that's sitting next to you or by you, behind Mm -hmm. you, whatever. And it just, again, it boggles my mind that we literally can share the same journey, share the same skin tone, the same journeys and everything else, but you will literally avoid me mm-hmm. and not want to speak to me when you walk by me. That shit annoys me. But then on the other side, I have another class that um, I take with two other gay black guys and we all sit together with our legs crossed next to each other. <laughs> we kiki in class, bitch. We hug each other when we see each other. We love on each other, and that's what we're supposed to be doing out here. And not now, don't get me wrong. I know there's just some girls who, you know, they they think they real, you know, real city like, and they they just like to pump and just like you know wave at you on the thing. But bitch, I'm not that type of girl. Mm-hmm. Like bitch, I'm a fucking down south girl. Like when you fucking see me, bitch, bitch mm-hmm. give me my fucking life. Mm-hmm. I want it because mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you yours if I fuck with you. You know, <laughs> and that's like. That's what it's, that's something that I just really want to disband within the gay community. It's just like literally, but I guess you know. But you have in so many different types of people being DL and stuff. Like you can't really walk up to the girls and like carry. But I just really wish again that like I want to walk by my home girl and be like, bitch, sis, what's, what's, what's up? up? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm done. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's um piggybacking off of that. It, it's it's crazy. Like when so as a gay man, if you move to like a different place. Um, you're seen as like new meat 
It's mm. like, you know, you're, uh, you know, somebody that's bloody that's been dropped into a tank full of sharks. Yeah. And it's crazy because it's like everybody's coming at you, whether on a sexual or trying to like claim you as their friend yeah, first. Hey, and then it me. becomes like gossip folks. Like, the mm-hmm. you know, the intro, like, there's like, oh, I heard she went crack a day. It's like, I heard the bitch married Tim. Sorry, <laughs> fuck on track. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's always like a... It's like a, it, it's like they're circling around you, especially if you go to like a gay club or you know what have you, and you have, you never been there before. Niggas is looking at you like, who is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, blah, blah, blah. And it's, they close in on you. And so it can be difficult sometimes to get something started. And I think that's something we need to disband also. You know, just because you see somebody new doesn't mean we have to like immediately pounce on them. Be friendly. I'm here for being friendly. But... You know, it's like people automatically want to get some form of tea so they can share it with somebody else. Mm-hmm. So they want to sleep with you so they can talk about you. Or they want to take you out and get you drunk and see what you act like so they can talk about you. And I've seen this happen and, you know, it's it's awful. Um, and so that's something I really want to disband as well. You know, this this tendency we have to go for new meat, like, it's that's not necessary. Just, you know, have them be part of your community. If you're attracted to them, go for it. But I mean, like, you know, not in a predatory way. I have a story. <laughs> story time part two. Um, it wasn't this trip when I went to Vegas, but it was a trip before. Um, I had went to a house party and I guess I was like the only one from New York and of course everyone's from Vegas. And I walked in and I felt like I was like the freshest piece of me in there. I had my little tank on. I had my little shorts. I had my little sneakers. Fresh to death, you know. Um, but I felt like I was like the only piece of me in there. Like all y'all girls are surrounding yourself and looking at me and I felt so uncomfortable. Like, bitch, why y'all all on me? Yeah. My best friend, like, bitch, you knew out here, girl, they want you. I said, girl, I don't want them. I don't know these girls. I don't want nothing to do with these bitches. But these bitches want a piece of me. Girl, I was over it. I was just like, what the fuck? I've never, ex- well, can't say I never experienced, but that little part right there was just yeah. like too much. It was like a tight space. It wasn't a big apartment. It wasn't a big house. It was like a little garage. I'm like, bitch, why is all eyes on me? Why are the lights on? Like, turn the lights off. I don't want all the girls looking at me. They, they, it was, bitch, it was too much. I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at you, Ooh. the star. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've never had that feeling. Well, I've never, well, let me say, I don't go out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's, but the few times that I do, I've never had that experience. Girl, and maybe because I don't go yourself. out in New York. Why don't you put yeah. yourself in a box? You go need, ahead. You need, AKA, he just needs to go outside the house. Mm-hmm. So first of all, <laughs> we already just discussed how I'm an introvert, so I don't know why are we get your ass t- out of that. talking right. about this. Yeah. You can't. You know, I mean, in defense, me. you know, those like to stay in the house. Like this, 2017 has really been my stay in the house year. Like, ain't nothing wrong with that. Everybody, I love to go out and go places. And, you know, what have you? This year, I've really been like a let's. I just want to sit in my room. Oh my God, you know what I'm saying? And I actually kind of been cutting myself off from my friends. So let me just read myself real quick and be like, yeah, because he was trying to read me about having a small circle of friends and he ain't even seeing his. So anyways, um, (laughs) yeah, so I got to get outside the house and and, and see my peeps more. Uh, My friends, I'm I'm sorry about that, loves. Uh, Y'all gonna see me more a little bit, you know? Yeah, I um I need to actually learn how to stay in house. <laughs> yes, because let me tell you something about Malik. Every time I send she him a text, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm on roll. I'm I'm doing such and such. I'm doing this. I'm doing that." Girl. And I just be like, "This bitch don't ever sit down." She's socializing her own. Like, oh, can no. she sit down? Can you sit down? The streets be calling my name, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got to. Another thing I want to talk about is um when to like when you know to let a friendship go mm. the 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 thing about like the thing about gay friendships is that you tend you say a lot of forevers you know there's a lot of instagram <laughs> captions that say oh yeah you my best for life and you know what have you and we need to be realistic i'm not saying that 
you know, you should be pessimistic about, you know, your relationship with a person, but friendships, people, people grow, people change, life experiences, you know, we're all completely different people. And, you know, it's important to remember that sometimes you're going to outgrow a person and that's not a bad thing. Um, you know, that person was with you for that amount of time and they shaped you in that way. And that was essential for you to become who you are. But sometimes it's, you can let them go and you need to know when you should do that. And, um, that get, the lines get a little blurred sometimes. And I definitely have been in that situation before. So, you know, what do you guys have to say about that? Let me say, I don't let that many people go, but that's because my friend's circle is very small. <laughs> I know Aaron hates me saying that, but no, I haven't let, like, okay, I will admit that I've let a few people go in the course when I used to live in Baltimore. I let somebody go, but I had to read them first because <laughs> they try to take advantage and they try to play Ooh, okay. and... I'm the type of friend that I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to to give you no BS. I'm going to tell you exactly. You need advice. I'm going to give you the real advice. And you can't. You want to be my friend? Do you want to accept it or just not take it? Like I don't. It doesn't hurt me. But if then if you want to try to attack me or hurt me for doing something that you wanted to be my friend for, um, no, I'm gonna cut you off real quick. And I have no problem doing that. And I will forget that we were even friends. Like, I'm not going to be, here's the thing. I'm not going to be evil and attack you, be malicious behind your back and Mm -hmm. stuff. But I'm just going to be cordial. I'm just going to be, yo, the friendship's over. You going your way. And I hope everything goes well. And I'm going to go on mine. And I'm not going to be petty because that's going to hurt me in the end. I mean, you you pointing, you got something to say? I do. I'm sorry, because you, you hit on something like... Right on the nose. I yeah. absolutely fucking hate. And you know what? Let me let me, let me me just, let me not get too hype on it, because, yeah. you know, when I was younger, you know what I'm saying, I've, 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 I've dipped in this bucket myself, but, you know, I've grown and I've changed, and I, you know, the old me, I smack them in the face. But when you're friends with somebody, stop gathering like secrets and ammunition on them so that if you ever fall out mm-hmm. you can read them out and feel real good about yourself like that's and foul that. and do you that is so, that runs so rampant mm-hmm. in our community and it's ridiculous it's like you fall out once and you air out all that dirty laundry all over twitter and mm-hmm. shit and it's like bruh like you know what i'm saying loyal. no matter what happened like where's your fucking loyalty mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if you stop being friends with that person okay that friendship is over grow up deal with it don't like stop doing that <laughs> okay, so hold on before Stevie gets to story time part three. Um, let us take a quick break oh, because sweet. I mean, Aaron just dropped a whole preachy yeah. bucket on our asses. Sorry, I'm triggered. And, um, I feel attacked, and I know y'all probably do too. So we're gonna take a quick break. Hey y'all, make sure you check us out every Wednesday, and don't forget to check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Hip Podcast. And don't forget to comment and share and send us questions. We want to hear from y'all. Don't forget that. We back, Lord. Let me tell you, Aaron is always trying to drop bombs and trigger people up in this place. I'm really not. But let me let me just say, I am. I'm not going to skirt around the subject. I will expose you. But let me say, it's after you come at me like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, 
and you really think that I'm not about it and you across the country and I can't put the hands on you, then I may give I may just drop a bomb and then just to scatter it out, just like how America when we dropped a bomb on Japan. And it was like the end all be all. Okay. I may Wait, bomb nope. you. Let's, let's pause that right where it is. And then we're ending. Not here for and that part. Be done. Let's cut that part out. Wait. Okay, so. Let's edit that out. We I'm not know. here for that part. <laughs> You're not here for. Well, that was history. That's a terrible example. Let's not use that. Well, well no. I'm using it. And that is. That's what history happened. That's what happened yeah, in history. You know, I believe that, you know, it's sometimes it's healthy to check somebody. Sometimes you need to check somebody. Check a few bitches. Um, you know, I, I, it's, sometimes it's necessary to check somebody, but it's never necessary to go cruel and nasty with it. Never. Oh, no, I'm not going to make it. And you even if die, they go like, I'm not low road, it's like, but if you respond in kind, you just, you're not helping nobody, including you. You're making yourself look crazy. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, in the end, if I'm watching like an exchange like that happen, I'm looking at I'm looking at it like okay well I'm I'm not trying to be friends with neither of y'all right. like you know what I'm saying even in the future because as 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 nice guys you are and you're so cool and you know whatever as soon as you go full animal on somebody especially on social media I'm looking at you like all right well I mean that's not somebody I'm going to put myself around so oh, it's wait, like you're not helping nobody on, well look I'm not going to do that on social media because there's too many people and you can't delete stuff off the internet but I may tell a mutual friend and that's easier because. I mean, people forget shit. But I'm not going to put you on social media just because that will surely not be ever deleted. So I'm not going to expose you like that. So y'all don't come into my my inbox, my mentions, because I don't expose people on social media. Okay? I, I think that what we, what we have forgot to say is that a lot of people just don't know how to communicate when they are in disagreements properly. Mm. Um, and I think that that's where like the whole challenge, where the one up comes in. It's just like, okay, well, girl, I can't effectively communicate with um, what I'm trying to say. So what I'm going to do is try to like read you out because that's what shade is. It's like an easy weapon to grab, you know, mm-hmm. regardless of if it's true, if it's true or not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use this so bitch, I can like motherfucking one up you and make myself look better. Destroy but you. at the end, it's just like, well, first of all, it's still hurt that lies there on both parts. And like, that's what we don't, you know, realize we have, you know, this who, whoever's the victim is the victim. And then we have the person that is still hurt by whatever has happened, you know? Um, I had a friend, uh, a, a good friend in Virginia before I moved here and just, it, I'm not sure what happened, but what I will say is, is that I felt as though so many other things were thrown, being thrown in the argument that didn't belong there. It's just like, we're talking about this one isolated situation and you bring in shit back from you know 2000 and whatever and it's just like bitch you should have been adult enough to say if that was bothering you back then you know what i'm saying and i think again people hold on to stuff during friendships and Mm -hmm. they don't they don't express what's going on when it happens and then it's just like well girl what was you doing the entire time or were you even my friend so that's where that's where I, i always have an issue yeah i mean I know Stevie is ready for his story. Ooh. Story time part three. So go ahead. <laughs> so there was someone I brought into my life, um, and I thought was my friend, and he had a boyfriend that was very, very, very uh, like abusive and like disrespectful to him, and just wanted to control him. And long story short, 
something happened between them and he put the my friend out and I opened up my house and my home for the friend to stay for like maybe three or four nights. And with everything going on, the friends tell me like, I'm not going back to him. I'm not going back to him. He ends up going back to him. So I'm looking like, well, bitch, you were complaining to me about not wanting to be with him and then you're back with him. Long story short, um, we were at the club one night and the boyfriend was like trying to press me for being a friend and helping him out. Like, why are you helping him out? I'm like, first of all, get out of my face. I don't have any problems with you, but I'm defending my friend, my friend, quote unquote. Um, and we end up leaving the club and the boyfriend's, this is very, very twisted. The boyfriend's ex-boyfriend came and was like yelling and screaming in my face and it became a brawl. And I had to fight and defend my friend. Long story short, I went all the way to 34th Street. I really shouldn't be telling the story, but I don't care now. Um, I went all the way to 34th Street. My old friend called me and told me like, listen, these bitches is about to jump on me. Yeah. Come to come back to the club. So I run all the way from 34th Street back to XL. Like that was on 40, 48th Street or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I walk all the way back to the club. I get into a fight with the boy, my friend's boyfriend. The ex-boyfriend comes, hits me, closes my eye. I'm fighting him. It's a big thing. Like it's huge. Like the cops are coming and everything. Bitch. I had to do what I had to do. But the boy ended up closing my eye and I ended up doing what I had to do. But it was just like, bitch, why would you go back to a situation and get me involved yeah. and I'm your fucking friend? Like, why would you do that? Yeah. So I'm no longer friends with him. He still follows me on Instagram and he still likes my pictures. We had a conversation. I'm not here for it. He invited me to lunch. Like, we need to talk. There's nothing uh, to talk about. Yeah. You decided to ditch your friendship, which was a real friendship because I don't claim too many people as friends. And you decided to go on back with your man, and I seen you still with him. That's the crazy crazy. part. And you still reaching out to be my friend, girl. No, over some dick. Over some dick. That wasn't no good (laughs) dick, from what I seen. But I leave it at that. Yeah. Not to take it because that's crazy. Crazy. Um, But I I, I don't know. Your your story has me thinking. It's like, and I mean, this situation is not parallel at all. But sometimes. You know, you could even have a fight with somebody and fall out and be done with the friendship and then find yourself, you know, maybe a couple of years later um, talking to him again. I'm petty, petty. I'm um, not doing that. Because some, I don't know, like if, for me, you know, this has happened a few times where like um, a friend of mine, Colton, like we were bros and uh, some shit went down and we stopped talking and then uh, time passed and I'm a reminiscent ass nigga so I'm thinking like you know all the fun we used to have and you know what have you and so I'm like yo like you know we've grown we've you know what I'm saying like that kind of thing like shout out to Colton like by the way like I love you and uh, it's crazy Um, it's happened with a few of my friends actually because I used to be an immature little shit but um, sometimes you grow you know what I'm saying and you, you find out things about yourself and you look back and you're like wow and then sometimes the other person's done that too and then, you know, you you find you find yourself like being friends. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's happened with me and Tim. Shout out to Tim. Um, Shout out to your people. Girl, that didn't happen with Tim and everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Tim, I love you, baby. That was really, 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 really shady. <laughs> shady. But yeah, no, I mean, like, sometimes you, 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 grow, you grow apart or you fall out, but then you find yourself coming back and you find yourself in a stronger friendship than, yeah. you know, the one you were in before. Um, but that takes it back to knowing when to let go. And, you know, knowing when it's healthy to end a friendship as opposed to hanging on to it when it's no longer healthy. Um, We should all examine ourselves and be able to know when it is healthy to let go um, and when it is unhealthy to hang on. 
And as my mama used to say, everybody ain't your friend, baby. Mm-mm. Mm. Okay, so let, let's get to our listener question. I know we got one. Right, Erin? We do. Boom, boom. Ayo, so what the, I'll... What the hell was that? Boom, boom. Boom, boom. <laughs> boom, 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 no, no, no. So we, we got we got a question. So uh, first off, I want to say uh, I love you to Darius. Uh, folk call him Porkchop. He's from South Jersey. Hey, Porkchop. Uh, <laughs> love you, love you, love you. Thank you so much. Um, but he has a question for us. So he wanted to know, um, how did we come into our own? Like, you know, what, what positive role models did we have growing up, whether in real life or in media? You know, who helped us become the prominent gay man that we are now? Um, so who y'all got? Um, I'm still coming into my own. I mean, these bitches remind me that every goddamn day. Um, mm-hmm. but I will say that you know who inspired me, and it's weird to say that they inspired me, but Tracy Ellis Ross, mm-hmm. she inspired me to just be, just to live and be yourself. Because no matter what, nothing you can take from her, she is herself in and out from the what she wears to how she acts to how she talks. Everything, she just, she's just a true inspiration and I just love her. I mean, she was damn Joan. You gotta love Joan. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's for me. Um. Well, when I was in high the school. The cat, cat got your tongue? Like, what no, the no, no. Listen, shh. Um... <laughs> When I was in high school, um, I had a friend named Clifford. Um, he's now transitioned into a trans woman. Um, his name is now Vivica. Um, me and my best friend um, that I visited in Vegas, we grew really tight with him because he pretty much gave us like the guidelines and like the things to do when you're coming out of the closet because he was out of the closet. Like he wore lip gloss, he wore expensive suits, he had like a little trench coat, he had like everything going. And me and my best friend used to look at him like, damn bitch. He's doing it. Like, he's pumping the whole ways. The straight boys are talking to him. We're like, bitch, what the fuck is he doing that we're not doing? We want the straight boys to talk to us, too. But I really learned a lot from him. He actually took us to a few Pride events. Like, got me and my best friend out there. So I, I really want to give a shout-out to Clifford. Well, Vivica now. You don't can't even call him Clifford. You have to call him Vivica. Yeah. I just want to give, like, a big shout-out to him. He definitely helped me out. Yeah, I um just want to say that my home, my friend, he actually lives here, Twiggy, mm-hmm. lives in New York, and we graduated from high school together, and just literally was there to, you know, teach me the ropes of this gay shit, mm-hmm. you know, like the lingo, the the positions, like I remember in high school, he would walk balls and just come home and tell me the tea, and just also like any feminine gay man who's out there, like who's helped me be myself and 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 let me be in my feminine ways. So like, yeah, we we are each other's examples. My coming into my own process was in the military. I mean, you know, I was like the only gay nigga in a whole burden full of eighty straight niggas, and it was like being so isolated uh, really taught me to stand in my truth confidently and proud. Um, and my role models were literally anyone who did that, who stood in their truth, um, and who lived life, you know, without a care as to what anyone else thought. Um, Demi among them, not to keep bringing him up, but also my gay father, LJ, yeah. um, who still teaches me to this day to stand up and to be proud of who I am. So, um, yeah. Oh, that was so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> you syrupy bitch. 
swear to God. See the faces they just gave each other. I swear to God. Here's the thing. I love Aaron, but we may have to fight. And there may be just one less him member next week's episode. So look, we going. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And don't forget to check us out every Wednesday. We'll tell you when we're not coming. But every Wednesday on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And make sure you follow him podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And maybe check out our website because you know we got a few blog posts here mm-hmm. and there. Yeah, something baby. little spicy, something cute, some some uh, Bonnet Chronicles. Yeah. Oh, they could have been Zena Bob. You could have been the title right, girl. Look, look, bitch. I, I'm still I learning. I am done. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> learning. Okay. Bandana Vibes. I'm yeah, sorry, baby, people. Baby. But yes. Make sure you check us out and you listen and you stay tuned because we ain't going nowhere. Don't worry.